Welcome to Dicey Stories, where we tell stories shaped by dice. You're listening to our tabletop role-playing game, Actual Play Podcast, episode 19. Today's episode is another installment of our series, Fraud Investigators, played using the Genesis role-playing system and set in the universe of Blizzard's StarCraft video games at the beginning of StarCraft II. For the story up to this point, visit our website, DiceyStories.com, where you can listen to previous episodes or read the serialized write-ups of our adventures. Now let's get rolling. We've got a story to tell. All right, I seem to recall you tried the door and it's locked. Also, Lily's arm is totally busted, but attached. Your arm is crippled. Anything that uses that arm, the difficulty is increased. Well, good thing I put a point into driving if we need to get out of here with our fumes. Yeah, and you're almost out of fuel since you got the leak in there. Good time. So what does this door look like? It's like a big hatch kind of door. It's got the Cerberus logo uh, on it. There is an obvious handle, or I should say, it's like a big turn wheel. Is there any sort of keypad or keyhole or... Yes, there is an obvious keypad. How do you propose to open this door? Well, and nothing happens. So we've killed the hydralisk and nothing comes out. Of the science vessel? Yeah. Correct. So if there's someone in there, they probably know that we took out their guard. Lily will just start walking around the whole thing. How big is it? It's much bigger than a car, but it's not an enormous vessel. It's not like a huge starship, although you know they generally, they can fly in space. Do they generally have more than one entrance? They usually just have one entrance. They're not made for carrying cargo. Did they have escape pods? Make a two purple knowledge Terran check. Would you believe I have a, a rank in Knowledge Terran now? <laughs> Finally, you've learned so much. It's a complete wash. How about a perception check? Do I see escape pods? Sure, give me a uh, two purples perception check. That's much better. A success with triumph and one threat. There were two escape pod locations, you can tell. Those have been ejected long ago, but you can see where they would have been. And so they've been sealed back off. Well, I'd still like to walk around it and see if there's just an opening, like rough landing or another door. Okay, Lily, why don't you, you give me a two purple perception check. You're taking a look. Two successes, one triumph, two threats. I will bank those threats. Did you also bank my one threat? I didn't know you had a threat. I will bank that. But you also had a triumph and I didn't really address that. Well, Lily just also got a triumph, so. Uh... Yes. From my perspective, I would love my triumph to be something that I observed about a way into the ship. Right. I think you do observe. I said that the doors had sealed up back off on the uh, escape pod, but you check more closely and you see that those are not locked tight. Those can actually be opened relatively straightforwardly. Those are not locked, at least. Okay. Uh, it might take a little bit of effort, but you can definitely do it. For Lily's, I'm going to hold on to that for a second until you get inside. Do you need a mechanics check or like a brawn check or? A mechanics check is one way to uh, try opening this, yes. We're talking about the escape pod shoot, right? Yeah, the escape pod shoot. So there's no escape pod left, but two purples and there's also a black die because this is not an intended method of ingress. And my triumph was that this is even possible? Yes, the triumph is that this is a feasible way in. I think, Lily, you had succeeded your generic perception check. Two successes, a triumph, and two threats. Right, we're going to hold on to that triumph. Your successes are, the ship actually looks like it's in relatively good shape. It looks like it was actually covered by, like, sand and dirt here. 
rather than it crashed deep into the and cratered into the the land here. Okay. It definitely it looks like it landed hard, mm-hmm. but not full like atmospheric crash. Okay. There might be a good number of salvageable pieces of this shit. Okay. Imogen, how did you roll? I'm going to use a story point because that gives me a third good die. Success with one threat. Duly noted. You are able to wrench, in a literal fashion, the door open. The chute, I should say. The chute. So we're not coming in right from the front door. Correct. You are not coming in the front door, but you have wrenched open the chute. So where are we compared to the front door? Are we like on the other side of the ship or? It's like 120 degrees around the front door. So there's like the main door, 120 degrees. You get to the other one escape pod, another 120 degrees. You get to the second escape pod. How does the size of this ship compare to our house? It's definitely smaller than a house. So it's only going to have a few rooms inside? Yes. It's not a large ship, but it is densely packed. So this is like more like a shuttle. It is. Make a two purple knowledge Terran check. Like, what? How much do you really know about science vessels? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> I just pretend to be a scientist. Failure with three advantages. I recommend you hold on to those advantages for perhaps a perception check inside. <laughs> Lily, do you like follow Imogen in through this chute entrance? Do you, you go into the chute, correct? I am opening the chute with the intent to enter it. Okay. I can go first. Your arm, Lily. I say good point and I pull out my pistol. (laughs) (laughs) And then I step in. (laughs) There you go. Lily, you go in. I will need an easy, one purple, coordination check just to maneuver through the chute and get to the entrance proper. This does involve using your crippled arm, so it is increased in difficulty for you to two purples. It would be funny if I just can't get in. Uh, uh. (laughs) Like Imogen was right. Just too tall. Four successes, one threat. I'll bank that threat. You manage to squeeze away and it hurts your arm a little bit, but you get through. It's not too bad. Yeah. There are no lights inside, except there actually is still some emergency lighting. Okay. Which maybe is a little odd because this has been here for a couple of years, but you know, it's pre-Dominion, so maybe it was built to last. So everything is very, very dimly lit. You're in like a side room. It maybe has the appearance of like a, a bedroom. There's kind of like a bunk. There's like a little foot locker, something like that. A small room that's maybe like eight by eight. So pretty tiny. Is there anybody, any threats or anything in here? You don't see any people in here? No? Uh, give me a two purple and a black perception check to really give the room a close look. Am I able to come in as well? Yes. Same. You'll make an easy coordination check. Success with one threat. One threat. Okay. I like that you're tallying up our threats for later. Yeah, don't worry about it. <laughs> I got three advantages hanging around. <laughs> I got a triumph and a threat. So it's a failure, but with a triumph. Yeah. What were you looking for, Lily? I was looking for bogeys. You're looking for bogeys. Okay. Yeah. For bad guys. Right, right. Yeah. I was assuming that I used the word bogey right, but then, that sounds then I realized, like, maybe not. I think you get distracted because you find something else very interesting to Lily. Is it a weapon? It's another vulture bike. Is it food? Is it a vulture bike? <laughs> it could be, like, fuel for your vulture bike. <gasps> Ooh. Like a, a proper jerry can of fuel. That might be very useful. That would be very distracting. Pretty much any, mach- like, a machinery or weaponry, fuel would do it, yeah. I think you find like solid jerry can of fuel. Even with your leak, this would be enough to get back to civilization. Okay. How big is that? I think jerry can. Those are like six gallons or something. I don't know. So maybe I don't grab it right now. It's just, it's on the way out. Yeah, maybe not. This is what's distracting Lily is thinking about whether or not she should put it in her bag now. Yes. 
Imogen, you go in. It looks like Lily is closely inspecting a can of something. And I get to make my perception check? If you wish, you can spend those advantages for two blue dice if you want. But it's two purples and a black. Is the black a darkness thing? It is. No keen senses here. But you have a sense life sort of thing, don't you? You do. I do. And the reason I wanted to make the perception check was to see if this looks lived in, since this is a bunk room. I will be using my sensing of things before we open the door to get out of this place. Okay, but first, just a regular perception check then? Yes. Okay. I'll say, like, the walls, ceilings, floor, like, those are all essentially metal in here. The whole place is, you know, Starship interior. It's pretty austere. Except for a can of fuel. Yeah. I have a success and a triumph and two threats. Okay. So there's a bunk in here, you said. Yeah. Well, there's like a, a bed. Small, like a twin bed, but a bed. Does it look slept in? It looks like maybe at one point it was slept in, but there's a layer of dust over everything. Okay. There's things strewn about the room, perhaps as from a hard landing. So it does not look lived in recently. Okay. Do you have something to do with my triumph? You have a triumph. Ah. You do find as you're poking around in this room, this is like a medical officer's room. Of some kind. Of some sort. And it looks like they were, well, this person took their escape pod, but they left a couple things behind, like this gas can. And you find under the mattress, they had hidden their, like, personal med kit. Is this med kit in some way better than the med kit I already have? I will say this med kit, you've noticed right away, everything on it is expired. Like all the the medical equipment, all the chemicals. But there's, like, enough high-end chemicals and uh, drugs left for, like, one treatment. I will say what it actually does, it decreases the difficulty by one die. And can I use it in conjunction with the medkit we have that gives an advantage? Yeah, given that it just gives you an advantage, I think that's fair. Okay. I would like to try to sense whether there's any life beyond this door before we leave room. Yeah, all right. That's, I believe, an average discipline check. Average. Three successes and two threats. Okay. I can sense short range, so just the room. You do not sense any life outside of this room. I'll say short range is essentially enough to cover the entire ship. Oh. Yeah, it's not a, ah, well, no, you're right. It is multiple rooms, so no. But into the next room. Like it's the size of an RV or something? It's bigger than a space Winnebago, but not by a lot. (laughs) And you're banking these threats for horrible things to happen? I didn't say horrible, but. I didn't want to eat up all your strain right away. Okay, that's what I was checking. Because I mean, I'm starting off downstream already anyway. Yeah. Okay, Imogen goes up to the door and seems to listen at it for whether there is anybody on the other side. She reports that she does not think there's anybody else on the ship. And she asks Lily if it's okay for her to try to do something about your arm. Because I found I found these chemicals that should help with the pain. And okay be able to put it back in joints and set some of the bones. You had a level three crit? Yeah, that's a level three. So I'm going to use a story point and I'm going to succeed the check with one advantage. So if you have any, have you taken any strain? No. Can you use it for you? <laughs> you can't use it for you. You're using, and you're using up this medical kit. Like it's, there were some leftover drugs, a little expired, but that's just a safety thing. I feel better now that Lily's going to be able to use her arm. <laughs> yeah, Lily, so like she pops it back in. The bones weren't broken, but she gives you a nice shot. You can move it again. You probably want to take it easy on it, but you can certainly hold things. I'm happy to curse when it gets popped back in yeah. or yell or whatever, <laughs> <laughs> whatever the pain level is. From a mechanical perspective, <laughs> it is as though you, have, you never had your arm broken. Okay, I'll just be gentle with it. Thanks. 
So I think the next room is clear. Okay. I'll say that does take you probably like 30 minutes or something. That takes a little bit of time. Yeah, I guess we weren't really quiet about it either. <laughs> if I had sensed that there was living things on the other side of the door, I would not have been as cavalier, but... Uh... Sure. Uh, give me two purple and two blacks vigilance checks. Success with no threats. Ooh. Mine's a wash. All right. You're a little distracted by the actual pain of the medical physician. There is that. <laughs> Imogen, just as you finish patching up Lily, you hear some, like, chittering or scratching noises from outside the ship entirely. That's not Snowball. The chute that we climbed in through, that would be too small for a hydralisk, right? Probably. I mean, they might try to force their way through. A zergling could definitely fit in it. It sounds like there's something outside. We can try to secure the chute, or we can try to look out it. What do you think, Lily? Oh, we might as well take a look. I I guess, you know what, Lily's, I don't really understand what Imogen means with the two differences. So <laughs> is my arm okay yep. enough for me to pull? Okay, then I'll just pull my shot, shotgun and say, oh, okay. Feels great. <laughs> and then I'll go look out the chute. Give me an easy coordination check again. Since we had to coordinate our way through the chute, I was envisioning it as something that was like a little lengthy. Okay, I that's what I wasn't understanding when you were saying, do we want to secure it or look? I meant screw shut whatever we came through versus go outside and, and look around. Oh, is there some way to close it? Probably with a mechanics check, you could close back off whatever you opened. Well, I'm going to go look. I think Lily just went ahead and was... Looking's probably a good idea. He said secure. Lily's just like, okay, I guess I'll go look and shoot whatever's out there. <laughs> so she's going to head down. Uh, I'll say it's one purple, except I got all these GM points. I'm going to spend one of them. One red. Three successes and one advantage. You get down, no problem, and you don't need a perception check to see this as you like pop out. You can see there's a pair of Zerglings who are hanging out near your vulture bike. And by hanging out, I mean, one of them is like sniffing at it. One of them is sort of clawing at it, not ravenously smashing, but he's like curious. Do they have implants? You don't see any implants. Messing with the bike. But if I shoot over there, I could- You might hit the bike. Yeah, I could hit the bike. They're at medium range to you currently. Am I still inside the chute or am I outside the ship or? I mean, it's like your torso and your upper half is outside of the chute kind of thing. Okay, can I reach a rock or anything? This seems to be like my MO, throw a rock. Give me a perception check. I'm picturing you now like hanging upside down out of a chute, like reaching for the ground with your arms stretched all the way out. Yeah, it might be. How hard of a perception check? This is one purple because I said it was covered with half covered with sand and stuff. Two successes, one triumph. <laughs> find a rock. <laughs> yes, you can definitely find a rock. And your goal is to throw it at these guys to attract their attention, I'm guessing. Yeah, I want to throw it away from the bike. Yeah, just somewhere and then... Okay. I'm planning on shooting them, basically. Lure them away from the bike and shoot them. I gathered as much. Okay, you can definitely take an upgrade to your check to try to attract their attention. What's a good role for attracting Zergling attention? Oh, let's go survival in this case. Because they are, they are definitely feral at this point. Two purples. Two successes, one triumph. Okay, you definitely get their attention. Both Zerglings run towards you, except they kind of collide with each other a little bit. One of them is like gnawing at the other as well right now. And they are now in short range. They definitely see you. One of them is focused on you. The other is focused on the other Zergling. I'm going to shoot at the one that's focused on me. It is short range. I'm spending a story point. So it'll be one red to target that Zergling. Two successes. What's the damage of your shotgun? Eight. Plus two more for your successes. It's 10 is just enough to take out the Zergling that is focused on you. The other one then 
has dinner. It starts tearing up that other one. It's not really interested in you. It's eating the other one. Pretty much. I'll shoot at it too, if it's close enough. It is close enough. You can definitely do that. One success, two advantages. You get his attention, but that is not enough to take him out. Okay. He's definitely almost gone. But it's his turn now. Okay. Uh, you have a maneuver if you'd want to do something, like attempt to retreat. Or... Yeah, I guess I can pop back into the chute. Yeah, he might try to crawl in there. You're not sure, but... Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> I mean, like, Imogen's like, what are you doing in there? Post I hear the shotguns. Yeah, you definitely hear shotguns going off. Yes, this Zergling definitely charges up to you. He will make his coordination check to try to follow you, but he almost certainly will not be able to get in your face in time. I say almost certainly. We'll find out. Uh, for someone without, like, prehensile thumbs, though, this is going to be a bit more of a challenge. He succeeds with a threat. He has gotten right up to your face, but, like, that's his entire move. Your shotgun is right... He is essentially engaged with you, but he's not able to attack. I can't really shoot him. You can, but it would add an extra two purple dice. You could, like, punch him if you want her. She had two advantages on her last attack. Yes. How would you like to spend those? Do you need strain? Do you... No, you don't need strain. You could take those uh, advantages as a blue die right now. And just punch him? If you wanted to punch him, like, you could pull a knife and stab... Do you have... You have a knife, obviously, right? Oh, yeah, I have a knife. Yeah. You can pull <laughs> a knife and stab him. That can be done in one maneuver in one action. I would love to pull my knife and stab him. That is a melee check. Two purples is the difficulty. Okay, but I get one blue for my advantages from last one. Yeah. Five successes, one triumph, and a threat. So you don't even need the triumph to kill this guy. You, your successes with the knife are definitely enough to take him down. You stab him in the forehead. He's got two kind of like tusks. And for a second he rise and then stops moving. Excellent. Can I throw him out of the thing? Yes, you can throw him out of the, the chute. And there's nobody else coming? I can say that you can spend your triumph to indeed see that there are no other Zerg in the immediate area. Okay, then I'm going to come back in and say, I got them both, but I don't know how many more are on the way. So Lily secured the chute based on her understanding of the word secure. Correct. <laughs> now Imogen would like to secure the chute based on her understanding of the word secure. I believe that's going to be a super bowl mechanics check. I am rolling physical dice, but mine also keep coming up with triumphs. Yeah. Just a good night for you two. This is not a success though. <laughs> Failure with one threat. So my goal was to secure the hatch so that no Zerg could get in while we're off doing other things. And I, I don't get it quite to latch. Yeah, but you do have a triumph. Am I learning anything useful about the technology that this ship is made of? Yeah, that's what I was trying to think or to see here. Oh, okay, okay. I have an idea. You're fussing around. You're trying to, like, close this thing back up. You have to open an access panel to do this. You rip open that access panel. It's covered in all kinds of switches and mechanical things and other electrical parts that you are not sure what they do. You try to flick one of them, do some other things. It's not making the door work. You flick another one and the power comes back on. Whoa, 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 whoa. The power kind of proper. You hear it kind of rev up a little bit and die down a little bit and rev up a little bit. You seem to have some like a minimum level of power, but from the proper engines, not just like battery alert emergency lighting. Well, my spells ask the computer networks here and not need to drag things back to Lee June. Just salvage the ship? You don't think you can get it to fly? The power's on and it didn't look too badly damaged. You didn't see any holes in the side of the ship, put it that way. Do you know how to pilot a ship? I was saying I can pilot a ship as well as I could drive when we were coming here. I thought you were <laughs> going to say that you could pilot a ship as well as the other pilots that were <laughs> I mean, I, yeah, I'm sure I could crash a ship somewhere. <laughs> Well, perhaps it's a possibility then. I think I'm ready to open the door out of this crew quarters. 
Okay. Gun in hand. Gun in hand. Because hmm. if we had our own ship, we wouldn't have to worry about picking snowball places. We could just fly there. Before I do that. Yes. Imogen wishes to ask Lily. I know you said you don't really like talking about your association with Cerberus, but you understand Snowball pretty well. Is there any chance that you've got some sort of implant also? So I think this needs a charm check. <laughs> Lily, this is asking something that's very personal. What is Lily's like inherent reaction to a question like that to set the difficulty? Her thing is about knowing that she's re-socialized, which I don't know that I've ever, well, and I don't know if there's any, like, association with tech for that. Not necessarily, but it's, you know that tattoo means you were re-socialized by that group. Yeah, so it might just be more about her fear about re-socialization. I don't think the tech in particular would be. Right. The thing is, she's afraid of being outed as re-socialized, and she hasn't mentioned she's re-socialized. Correct. So then the thing would be that we're just brushing up against it. From her perspective, tech doesn't seem like it would trigger that. It doesn't seem like an obvious connection to her. Okay. So I think she, we're just really working with the fact that we're brushing up on the re-socialization. Like if she was like, oh yeah, let me inspect your tattoos more closely or whatever, I think we might be getting harder. But Or if okay. re-socialization had to do with tech, she would be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You know, but I think at this point... That sounds to me like one black die is getting added onto this. Yeah, we're hitting like her fear of being discovered. But in, in a roundabout way, not directly. Yeah, I think it was really about your interest in Cerebrus. And she's like, my interest. But like if we were inspect me for tech, I don't think that would lead to re-socialization. So okay. I don't know how much Lily knows about that, though. It could be harder. She might. She doesn't necessarily know that. Yeah, it's you know the re-socialization. Your understanding of it is it's like a re-education kind of thing. There might be chemical additives. There might be tech involved. But you don't think they implant anything in people. But on the other hand, the concept of it, she never considered she might have tech in her head. So her, the, my first response was like, fuck. So I don't know if you want to do it. That sounds like two black dice. Then. <laughs> yeah. Should be against Lily's cool. You're going against one green die there. So one purple. And as I understand it, you have added two black dice. That is correct. But I have a knack for it. Oh. Two successes. And Imogen doesn't know that the tattoo you showed had anything to do with socialization. All she knows is that you showed her a tattoo and it had the Cerberus logo on it. Yeah. And so, now when she mentions the... That's when Lily's like, fuck. Because she never considered that there might be tech. Then she's going to start... Dusting her head. Yeah. Did she feel anything? Um, she probably has scars. You, I mean, you have a lot of scars. <laughs> there's one here, there's one there. <laughs> I'll say there's no scars prominently on your face because that would be too distinctive. Right, but on her head. Yeah, she feels around for anything that feels like tech. Okay, give me a four purple perception check. Is there anything like with the med kit? There's no like scanners in here, right? No, not in the med kit. Four triumphs. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> one success, one triumph, two threats. Wow. Another okay. triumph? Another triumph. I'm going to start rolling on this rolling app here. Yeah. Okay. You feel around. You're like, you feel a certain scar. And you're like, okay, I think I remember that. Like, right. That was a vulture bike crash. That's not it. You keep feeling back. You're like, yep, that's where I got shot. And the bullet grazed my head. Mm -hmm. You're feeling further back, more towards the, the neck. And you're like, okay, there's one I don't remember. And you're like, it's definitely got a, it feels like a surgical scar. No, I don't remember it. I show Imogen. Yeah, and like it, like you feel like What's this? there's a hard something subdermal right under there. Probably just a. What kind of check do you want from Imogen? Give me like a three purple medicine check. 
can this benefit from the kit? Am I actually like doing something with a scalpel here? Yeah, sure. I don't think you're doing anything with a scalpel, but you can have like a little reflex hammer. <laughs> or you can have the uh, a stethoscope. Just failure. Looks like a clean scar, and there's definitely something like hard in there. I mean, you're not sure what that would mean. There could be, I mean, there could be a bullet stuck in there for all you know. I'd need some sort of scanner to see what's in here, or else surgery, but I don't think we really want to go into that here. <laughs> into my neck. <laughs> yeah. What could go wrong? What does it look like? It just looks like a clean, small incision, maybe an inch long, that healed up mostly properly, but an incision that large uh, is what it is. Maybe that's why Snowball respects you, because he senses something. I look at Snowball. Uh, Snowball is attentively looking at you, very still. But not even looking at you, looking, whatever direction you're, you're, you look at him, he's just looking forward. Okay. There's nothing we can do about it now, so I think we need to keep inspecting the ship. All right, but there's a possibility you might be able to tap into things. Just keep an open mind, that's all. Yeah, I would say at this point, Lily, give me a one purple fear check. The thought of having like a chip in your brain is a little alarming. <laughs> I'm not worried about a hydralisk thing in my shoulder, but because I know how that got there. Yeah, that you can understand. Discipline is the skill to roll. And just easy one purple. This isn't life-threatening, but like that is uncomfortable. Wash. Okay, yes. I mean, she kind of likes tech, but not in her neck. Yeah, tech, but not in the neck. Yeah. It's going to be really unsettling. I'll say, as long as you're in this science vessel, because, like, this is a Cerberus place, you don't know how you're going to end up interacting with it. Is something going to trigger in your head? And are you going to be able to control yourself? Right. Oh, crap. Even when you're resocialized, like, you sort of you t- follow orders, but, like, you're the one doing things. But Oh, shit. You just don't know how you're going to react. So you're going to have a black die to anything you do. Okay, well, we'll just put that on there right now. <laughs> just add it to the, the dice pool. Just leave it on there. And you guys have not opened the door yet. Is that correct? At this point, we are opening the door. But you take a second to pause, inspect Lily's neck. There is something there. Kind of alarming. Actually, Lily, give, give me a cool check. One purple with that black die. Just to kind of like maintain your composure a little bit. Okay. You mean just to see if I try to take it out with my own knife? I was going to be that extreme. <laughs> you stab yourself in the back of the neck. I mean, she's reckless. Well, let's see how badly this goes. One threat. I'm not opposed to trying to take the knife to it. It's more like it is clear to Imogen that this is upsetting. Like you're feeling it a whole lot back there. You look nervous. I'm like, shit, shit, shit. It's like... There's no, there's no mirror in here, so you're trying to use the knife to like see where it is in the back of your... But you can't because every time you turn, you're... All right, I try to say something reassuring to Lily. We can deal with it. When we're all wrapped up here, we can get you checked out by a proper doctor and try not to worry. They're there. So this will be against Lily's cool. I don't think this is triggering any of her specific fears or flaws or anything, but I am going to spend my last GM point to upgrade it to one red die. Unless, Lex, you thought that, do you feel like this hits on any... Like, Lily's already a little upset, but... Her flaw is recklessness, and her fear is being outed as a resock. Between those two things, I think she might be more likely to try to cut it out herself. I hear ya. But I think Imogen's saying the right things, not the wrong things. Yeah, if there's any connection to resocialization or even... I didn't sound I, like it to e- me. Even something that she thinks that Imogen could connect to resocialization, but that would be the only thing. I don't... From what Imogen's saying... Probably to Lily, it sounds like Imogen has no clue what this thing's about. Okay. Did anything Imogen said, like, appeal to one of your, like, strengths or one of your sort of positive motivations? She might get a blue dye. What did she say? You said we could go... There, there. 
You can see a proper doctor. Yeah, like we can certainly handle whatever's here and and then we can get you checked out. Back at the barracks. I don't say the barracks. I say like a proper doctor. Back at the clinic. No, so the only thing her desire is about wishing to uncover more knowledge. So that might give her enough like fortitude to want to move forward with this investigation. Okay. If we actually get it taken out by a doctor, then, you know, we can probably examine it and figure out what it is and where it came from. Yeah, but that's kind of far ahead for Lily. <laughs> yeah, so I don't think there's any blue or black dice associated with this. Just one red die. I'm thinking this is charm. This is not leadership. I agree. Three successes, two advantages. All right, Lily, it, Imogen's, you know, pretty convincing that this sounds scary, but there's a clear method to, like, take a look, closer look at this. Okay, but if I turn on you, don't be afraid to shoot me. All right, let's... We'll reserve that option for later, perhaps. <laughs> she doesn't tell her why she says that or what her what she's thinking. That's as far as she, yeah. she just says. And then that she, that's enough for her, I guess. <laughs> I mean, you saw the hydralis marching around. That's a reasonable thing to suppose. It, yeah, and Imogen's just like, like a bullet could stop Lily? I don't think so. <laughs> I mean, a hydralis spine also didn't stop Lily. Yeah. It, it did give me four wounds. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was what I did. Almost, I a, almost a quarter of her hit points. Yeah, I do have 17 in total, so <laughs> I was like, oh, did that heal me? No, okay, that's fine. Eh, don't worry about it. You know what? Just before we open this door, Imogen turns and jabs Lily with the other hyper stim. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, the, like, stim pack amp you up stim? Yes. Okay. <laughs> not that, I'm not that injured, but I... So it heals five. You were only down four. But the other thing it does is it gives you a blue die to everything that we do here. And since you have a black die to everything we do here, I figure, why not? <laughs> that's fair. All right. Yeah, Lily, you feel... Well, that's, that's the good stuff right there. I don't stop it, but I guess for a second she thinks maybe you were gonna... Yeah, you're gonna knock me out, but okay. What does that do? You're feeling amped up. You heal five wounds. So those get healed, and you get a blue die for the next thing for the encounter. All right. Uh, I will say also, you're finishing this room. You guys can roll cool or discipline to heal strain. But your blue die will appear, will happen in the next encounter. Okay. Yeah. I finally heal strain. Not all of it, but a lot of it. So we open the door and we see this thing. You see a view approximately like this. There's no hole in the ceiling now. So ignore but that. there's some sort of column in the middle. Yeah, there's some sort of, it looks like old timey computer kind of thing looking in the middle. Like imagine old cray. And is this room also where the ship is flown from? Give me a two purple knowledge Terran trick. Or in two purple, was it operating? That's sort of captaining a starship. Knowledge Terran. Is this ship large enough that it uses operating and not pilot? It probably uses pilot, in all honesty. I have a success on my knowledge turn check. You look around one of the corners a little bit, and yes, you do see there's a bunch of monitors, and there's a variety of controls where someone would... There's no place to sit, oddly enough. There's just a whole bunch of, like, cables from the ceiling and other stuff. It looks like you have to stand or do something. But that looks like a control station of some sort. Okay. This is the scientific slash technical hub of the ship. Yeah, you see a few, uh, like, workbenches off to the one side. Are there other doors, like the door we just came through? Yes. Uh, there is one other door like that coming off at another 120 degrees. Is there the door to outside that we did not use? There's that also at the other 120 degrees. That's a very triangularly arranged ship. Things are generally in disarray, like the smashed beakers in various places. There's, you turned on the power, actually. Yes, I did. So there is low-level lighting in here. You hear some kind of, like, humming of machinery. You're not 100% sure what that's about. Do you see one of the computer screens is actually turned on? It's like system booting. System booting, I would say, uh, Confederate computer network. Before I start messing with computers at all, 
Yes. So I'm not so good at that. I think we should do a perception check and pretty much just like go through this room. Wait, we still have one more door though, right? You've got the door outside and there's a door to some other room, presumably. That other um, room, I suspect, is another crew quarters with another escape pod launched from it. I would like to open that door and look in there. Okay. Before we start checking out this place. Why don't we do Lily's thing first? Good to verify there's no one around. You don't see any person in this room, I should also clarify. <laughs> right. <laughs> Nobody shoots you when you go in there. Yes. Lily, you go across the room. If I still have control over myself. Yes, if you have control over yourself. <laughs> you open the door. It opens right up because you turn on the power. Uh, so there's no problem at all. And in fact, you do see a room very similar to the one you just came from. This is clearly not a medical officer's room. This is more of a mechanical, mechanically inclined room. Is there a wrench? Give me a two purple perception check. One success, one triumph, one threat. All right, now you can start taking strain for your threats. <laughs> I cashed them in earlier for a zergling attack. As I was like, oh no, I haven't had any strain. Yes, you get that. You do find, you find like a toolkit. Yes. It's been here a while. It's a little bit old. You don't know if the standards have changed, but... I give it to Imogen with a shrug. Imogen? Well, this this should help, certainly. Yeah, it's got a wrench. It's got, you know, a hammer. It's got a soldering iron. It looks like a, a standard Confederate-issue toolkit. What is its mechanical effect? Let me see what, like, toolkits are supposed to do in here. But there is no, like, skeleton in this room. There is no skeleton. The, uh, the other escape pod has launched. And there's no, like, holes in the side where the... No, you don't see any holes in the side. Like, where the pod was? I mean, let's just, like, you can see where the escape uh, chute would be, but the door is, like, sealed off again. Because it didn't happen Imogen to break through it on the other side. Indeed. And the Adventurer's Journal is sitting there? Uh, no, it turns out. No Adventurer's Journal. Tragically. They all survived. Yeah, they, why, why leave a journal? They're, they're still alive. They're kicking. Okay, so Lily is checking that room out, and I am searching the main science-y technological room, and I am looking for anything that resembles what I have seen planted inside Zerg skulls and such. Okay. You said there's like a workbench type area. I say workbench, think more like laboratory workbench than like workshop workbench. Give me a two purple perception check. Because somebody programmed some Zerg to guard this place. Somebody did that. It's true. Success with two threats. Like how did they catch a Hydralisk to put a thing in its head? Did they come with it? They come with maybe. Maybe they had some sort of trank gun. Maybe they got help from the Hydralisk hunt. Or maybe a group of Cerebrus soldiers on vulture bikes tracked down a Zerg and bagged it and tagged it. Mag and tag it. That's right. Could be. Catch and release, except they didn't release. They forgot that part. Well, no, they did release. Just they released it with its brain altered. That's true. Uh, so toolkits, they are four encumbrance. But, they, oh my. but it will give you a blue die. Do you want me to carry it? It is a thorough toolkit with lots of different tools. It's like it can fit in a backpack. It takes up the whole entire backpack. It takes. It is a backpack full of tools, duct tape, soldering iron, and solder, extra wires. All right, I can just barely carry it all. Can, when you choose, decide like, maybe I don't need all these things, and then maybe you'll just get an advantage instead of a blue die. But right now you're hauling all the stuff. Yes, Imogen is like, no, your bag's full of snowball. I can carry it. Yeah, so like, Lily, I imagine you just kind of like casually toss the bag. It's not that heavy. Imogen <laughs> catches it like, oh, uh, 
but hold steady. I have a backpack full of snowball. Yeah. Imogen, you were making another perception check, is that right? That was a success with two threats. You can take two strain, and you were looking for Cerberus tech-related things. What do I find that's so disturbing? You do find some on the workbench. It looks like an old piece of tech, but it seems like it's been more recently worked on. Maybe disassembled, maybe partially assembled. Does it look similar to what was on that hydralisk? It does. And it has the Cerberus logo? You know... Because Snowballs has the logo. Snowballs definitely has the logo. Did the Hydralisk? You didn't check on the Hydralisk. And we should have kept the spine and give it to Lee June. You don't see any logo on it. All right, but this makes me remember that I didn't look closely at the one outside. Yes, so this is, you know, perhaps a little disturbing, like, these don't have the logo. You're looking at this, you think this is partially assembled, not something disassembled. Can I just open the door to outside? Yes, from here, you from inside, you can just open the door to outside. I want to do that because I want to go back and look at that hydralisk again. Just to ver- It's gone! No, it's still there. <laughs> if it does or does not have the logo on its tech. Okay. Does anything on the ship have the Cerberus logo? Did we ever establish that it did? The outside of the ship 100% has the Cerberus logo. Okay. And many other like components have Like it's on the doors, things like that. It's in all the places you would expect a logo or like a, a unit uh, logo to be, I should say. Imogen, you want to go to the outside. You can still see the hydralis there. You jog through the creep to get to the hydralis. Give me a two purple vigilance check first. Uh, you guys got three story points, so just FYI. Sure, I'll upgrade. All right. Success with one advantage. Off in the distance, you can see it looks like a hydralisk fighting with like three zerglings. None of them have implants, and they are just going at each other at the moment. Feral zerg, unhappy that their mom is dead. Taken out of the world. No one understands them. What about this dead hydralisk? Roving gangs of zerglings. Yeah. Dead hydralisk. Still dead. Give me a one purple mechanics check. Like, you want to check inside a little bit. Some of his skin, thick hide, whatever, is grown over the implant. Ah, but I have this toolkit now. You do have this heavy toolkit. Success with advantage. There is no logo on this implant. And like, as you're looking at it, like, it looks, the style looks a little bit different from the one on Snowball. This looks more, I don't want to say like slapped together, but Snowball's definitely looks manufactured. Okay. Whereas this is put together on a lab bench. Perhaps. All right. I will come back inside the ship. Yeah, if there's tech in my neck, it might not even be related to any of this. It could have been one of the other times. Yeah, you have no idea. <laughs> Lily, what are you doing during this? Well, she went out the door. Yeah. And I just want to kind of stand guard and keep an eye out. Okay. Give me a vigilance check. Two purples. Three successes. Three threats. And you still have your black die, correct, from all your, your fear? Mm-hmm. Okay, good. And my blue die. And your blue die. Yep, okay. From the stem. You notice the computer is finished booting up. Okay. You're kind of standing vaguely nearby. It finishes boots up, Confederate computer network, and it says, it doesn't literally say, but the text like pops up in that old-timey 1980s uh, text display. It says, greetings, Colonel. Enter login. Do I take three strain for the threats? Yeah, I think so. That's like a, we'll leave it at that for right now. Because I'm still a little afraid that the ship's going to take control over me through this thing in my neck. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's just a little alarming. And it's like the cursor is just flashing. What's Imogen doing? And you know what? Maybe I just get distracted from whatever Imogen's doing. <laughs> yeah, Imogen's doing something boring. Okay, I will go over to the computer and try to... Top, launches the ship, flies away. <laughs> try to enter the login. Okay, give me a two purple computers check. And I will use, <laughs> just for fun, my upgrade. Your flashback? My flashback. Oh, nice. 
I'm, maybe I'm not that colonel, but... Uh, we don't know. You get two upgrades. All right, I'll spend that point. Nice. Do you want to set the scene a little bit and I'll try to fill in some details? I think the scene must have something to do with a computer or like I'm actually entering into a computer, although I didn't expect Lily would be doing that much of that. So it could be any tech if it seems like it would be too much to put, like she's dealing with any tech or on a spaceship. But I was thinking maybe the first thing is she's typing something into a computer. Okay. But I don't know what how much of like the re-socialized background you have in your head. So I'm happy to go with whatever theme is going on in there. Yeah, I can kind of work with that. And by in there, I mean in your head. Really <laughs> misspent youth as a data entry clerk. Yeah. Or it could be just she's on a ship and she's watching somebody else do something on a computer. No, no, no. I, I think we have it. You're like walking through like a dark hallway. You're clearly... You're sneaking up on through an enemy facility and there's a few other uh, teammates with you. Some of them are more other like Marines like yourself. There's at least one ghost who's with you. He's part of your team. Okay. You manage to sneak around the corner. Unfortunately, your team gets ambushed. The ghost gets shot and dead. That's unfortunate. The ghost was your tech person. Oh, God. She was going to handle this because you need to blow up this facility and you need to hack into the systems to do that. And it was just the ghost that got shot? He, uh, his cloaking, he thought he was cloaked. Okay. But they had advanced sensors and they were able to detect him. I was going to say that's the word, like, would the whole team die or just? No, no, no. The rest of your team, like, you got it. The rest of your team, you're in charge, was prepared. You fought back, took care of the bad guys, and you're at the computer terminal. And, like, you still have, like, your ghosts, like, you you want to carry his body out. Right, right. No, we're not going to leave him behind. Yeah, you're not going to leave him behind. He might not be dead. But he's probably dead. Shit, Carson's down. Carson is down. So you, like, you pull off his credentials. You're like, all right, well, going to have to figure this out. Go into hacking montage. And then you <laughs> see, like, countdown. 60 seconds to ion cannon explosion. You tell your team to get out. Take Carson with you. You start running, too. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was like, hacking's not my thing. <laughs> yeah, you start running, too, but the last door closes. You don't make it. Oh, and that's all I remember. That's, that's where it ends. All right, so that gives me two upgrades. Three successes, two threats. No triumphs? No, sorry. <laughs> no, we use those all up. Yes, you managed to access the computer network. And it didn't take over my brain? It does not take over your brain. So do I take two strain? Yes, you do take two strain, because it's welcome, Colonel Lillian Washington. Ooh, Apparently I had credentials. Last login was, and it's like four years ago. Let's see, what kind of things are you able to see in here? Oh, so when it said colonel, it knew I was a colonel. You knew you were a colonel. You know what? Lily will say it again. Fuck. Yeah, it says uh, IFF transponder recognized. Whatever that means. Yeah, like you're poking, like you know how to use a computer. You're poking around a little bit. Like most of the files in this computer have been corrupted or lost, it looks like. Some things you are able to find. One, this is definitely a Cerberus ship and it's got a couple different line items. It talks about different catalysts that are in stock currently. Okay. So it says like, oh, refer to shelf 3B or whatever. And you can like look around, you, there is a shelf 3B. Imogen. <laughs> <laughs> I'll look around, but this is about as, I, getting in might've been the limit of my computer <laughs> skills. Maybe, I don't know, you, you are in and it feels, I don't want to say it feels natural, but like you can type and you don't often do that. Okay. Uh, but like clearly like you have some muscle memory of maneuvering a whatever this wacky government interface is. Okay, then in that case, before I call to Imogen, is there anything that I can find that's on me in particular? You want to search about yourself. Like my file, yeah. Okay. That's really what I want to know. That is really what you want to know. That is going to take another computer's check to purples. 
Uh, one advantage. But failure. Okay. So can I heal a strain and I'm just relieved that I didn't find anything? You can definitely, yeah, you can heal a strain. This computer clearly isn't connected to like some wider network anymore. Your best bet is like, it somehow is able to recognize you and that's what opened up the login. Right. But it doesn't, as far as you can tell, it doesn't have any records on you personally. That actually makes me feel better. Imogen, because that was what I didn't want is like Imogen comes in and she uses all her computer foo and then finds There's out. like the classic, like there's your, your like mugshot, like re-socialization date, crimes. Da, 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 da. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I like how you said that Imogen comes in and uses all of her computer foo. Yeah. Let's just review how Imogen's computer use has gone in this uh, series <laughs> so far. She broke the refinery networks. <laughs> She erased the file she was supposed to copy. But that was just that one time, right? Yeah, that's the only time she's touched a computer. Why do you think she was thrown out of Umoja? Yeah, but this one's a little bit more high tech, isn't it? That's probably worse. Well, I some of the files look corrupted to me, but she might be able to find out. Imogen jogs up the ramp and uh, as she comes in, she's talking about how there isn't a Starburst logo anywhere that she can find on the implants on the dead hydralisk. Oh, you got the computer working. Yeah, it's Cerebrus. Does the screen still say her name? Yes. Give me a two purple perception check. It's a total wash. No, she's just logging to the computer. Okay. Oh, did you find anything about what they're doing or, or what's in Snowball's head? Um, what did I find? I found that there's a catalyst. There's some catalyst. Oh, catalyst. Yeah. This <laughs> when Lily realizes what they meant by catalyst, even though that's the only time she's ever heard that word. Are there shelves in the ship that correspond with what it is saying about where things are? Yeah. It says Catalyst, Shelf 3B. And Shelf 3B is in this room? It's in the main room, yeah. There's this room, and there's two small rooms, and there's like a bathroom. Is there still things sitting on this shelf? There are still things sitting on this shelf. Not anymore. <laughs> there are. You see there's slots for like four things. There are three things on the shelf. There are zero things on the shelf. There are zero things on the shelf. Each one of these catalysts is one encumbrance, I should say. You have one catalyst that's labeled Drone Catalyst. One that is labeled Hydralisk. Catalyst? And one that is labeled, it's labeled Catalyst, uh, it's actually labeled Unknown Catalyst. And can we find anything in the computer that corresponds to these? Or the computer just says that that's where the catalysts are? You can find that these were the names of the catalysts on the computer, yes. So what's the fourth one that isn't here? Ah, that one says Overlord Catalyst. The fuck? So these are all, make a easy knowledge Zerg check. No, I mean, I know these are names of Zerg. Lily? One failure, one threat. Okay, you can take some strain. <laughs> yeah, there's some Zerg catalysts. Do you want me to carry them? Yeah, uh, how much more can you carry? Well, I have seven of 12. That includes Snowball? That does not include Snowball, so... Uh, let's say he's two. Okay. He's dense, but he doesn't take up a lot of space. So then I'm at nine of 12. So these three things would put me right at my encumbrance level. We have an unknown, we have a hydralisk, and we have a drone. And you are missing the overlord catalyst. And these are vials of chemical? Yeah, they're vials of some kind of chemical. These are pretty large vials? Yeah, like each one is one encumbrance. So I think it's like a two liter bottle kind of thing. Uh, okay. Yeah, I'll just put them in with the, my backpack with Snowball. What could go wrong? Yeah. I got Snowball some creeps in there. In. He just mixes all of them together. It'll become the super zerg. I get crushed by something, and then who knows what happens. Yeah. Snowball turns into the Prince of Blades. <laughs> <laughs> the littlest Prince of Blades. <laughs> and then what else did you say we found on the computer? What else did you find on the computer? Yeah, I guess if there's a... So that's the catalyst, but is there anything about the neural implants? 
Give me a two purple knowledge Terran check to like study their research. Like you can find some of the research files that aren't corrupted. A lot of them are. Uh, so this is sort of like the science analysis. Figure out what these actually mean a little bit. Do you have any story points? I think you have one. Yeah, I don't know that I'm going to try to figure this out. I'll be honest. I will. That's why I called Imogen in. <laughs> now I'm busy thinking about my RFID tag. Yeah. If I know what that is. Do I know what that is? You would have a sense of like, yes, there are electronics that help identify people. Yeah, so if that's what's in my neck, I don't know how to explain how I don't know what that is. I mean, you forgot. <laughs> yeah, but if she admits that she's forgotten things, that's <laughs> opening a can of Zergs. That is true. Yeah. Uh, Imogen, were you spending the last story point? I did spend it. Okay. Because I'm a big spender. <laughs> uh, what was the uh, result? Not good? Threatening failure with a triumph. And you were trying to do what now? I was looking for information in the computer about the cerebral implants. Okay. So I was trying to find, like, did they have schematics for the tech side of things as opposed to, like, the chemical side of things. Okay. So you're, like, poking around in those files. A lot of them are corrupted. You're having a hard time. I delete them all again. <laughs> yeah, not quite. You didn't have a despair. We'll get to that, though. You have a triumph, though. You notice a lot of these were accessed within the last couple of weeks. What? Not today. Not today. This is not just us looking at these things. The login is then your hydralisk. Can I check the log in log? Can I see what other users have logged into the system? It says that the uh, administrator logged in. Oh, great. Admin. Yes. You do. You have a triumph, you said? Yes, and I have one threat. But you failed. Okay, so this this is... I thought that's what you were doing with the triumph, was telling me those things. Yeah, yeah I'll give you one more thing, uh, and then I'm going to spend a story point, narratively. You also get a couple of coordinates. You get the last docking port of the ship, and you get some coordinates on the planet Chowsara, which is in this system, but not this planet, that you know was, like, incinerated, well, before Marsara even, and that has not been recolonized. You get the coordinates for a Cerberus command bunker. Presumably where this ship came from? Yes, that, that was like its last known docking location. Okay. But I'm spending a story point using some of your threats, and I'm saying that the corrupted files on the computer, they've gone through too much, and the computer shuts down. We here at Fraud, we disapprove of corruption. <laughs> disapprove, but do not prosecute. <laughs> well, you don't have to. They punish themselves. You know, it's going to take years to take it to trial. <laughs> yeah, so it's just like different parts of the computer screen start to like get all glitchy. And it, I'll say it happens over a few minutes. Uh, the whole system is, it's just taking too much strain. Okay. And the, the computer system crashes. Does the rest of the ship keep power? Yeah, the rest of the ship still has power. The computer system comes, I don't want to say comes back. It seems like it's stuck on a blue screen of death kind of situation. You've been listening to Fraud Investigators, set in Blizzard's StarCraft universe, and played using Fantasy Flight Games' Genesis role-playing system. Our GM was Dan, and our players were Lex and Jen. For the serialized, narrative write-up of this adventure, visit us at DiceyStories.com. Our music comes from Purple Planet Music. Visit them at purple-planet.com. Until next time... This is Dicey Stories, reminding you, don't be dumb.